on air, online, on your smartphone, from the KM Media Group. This is KMFM. Welcome to the KMFM Daily News Podcast. I'm Lucy Hickmott. Coming up, the mum of a nine-year-old epileptic girl from Aylsham is willing to risk arrest by bringing cannabis medication into the UK from the Netherlands illegally. I have to sit and watch her seizure out of control and people just won't prescribe the medication that she needs. We're being urged to stop using Viagogo to buy and sell tickets by a Kent MP who says it's damaging trust in the live music business. People who've used the service have suddenly found there have been nasty surprises. So they've turned up at the venue and and been told they can't get in. And there's been a rise in the number of people in Kent claiming unemployment benefits. KMFM. KMFM News. Our main story today comes from a Kent mum who says she's prepared to break the law by bringing stronger cannabis oil into the UK from the Netherlands to treat her nine-year-old daughter. Tegan Appleby from Aylsham suffers from a rare form of epilepsy which has left her in a wheelchair. Ish has been chatting to her mum Emma. Tegan was given Epidiolex, which is a pure CBD, um, in November last year when she was in intensive care very, very poorly. They, they eventually gave in and gave her some of that. Um, now, that helped a little bit. That stopped her seizures during the day while she was awake, but she still seizured at night um, until the beginning of February when all of a sudden she started seizuring while awake as well. Um, so, yeah, she has deteriorated since the beginning of February. Um, we're now looking, she's seizuring daily, multiple times a day and they're quite severe they're quite nasty she's requiring rescue medication um probably twice or three times a week you know it can be that bad so we are taking her to holland Uh, i'm waiting for an appointment to come through now they've agreed they've agreed to see her i'm waiting for an appointment hopefully in the next few weeks take her out there to get the medication and bring it back unfortunately bringing it back is going to be breaking the law on paper even though the medication's legal here in the UK because it's being prescribed in a foreign country, bringing it back into this country is breaking the law. But I will do whatever I have to do for my daughter to survive, as with any parent, I hope. Is this almost like a last resort for you? Oh, definitely. There's nothing else. We've tried everything. She's had a VNS implant nearly three years ago now. That was our last resort three years ago. Brain surgery is not an option for her because her epilepsy is so varied. Brain surgery is only for really one part of the brain. Tegan's epilepsy travels all over her brain, so brain surgery wouldn't be an option. The the last resort now is medical cannabis. We agreed to try the CBD, which we were offered. We've tried it. It helped a little bit, but now she's getting bad again. We need to get the THC involved. And from what you understand, this is um, sort of the best um, way for to, to help with Tegan's um, condition. Yeah, there's medical proof um, in Canada, America, and there's at least three cases in the UK for children that are using CBD with the tiniest little bit of THC, and they're seizure-free. It's kind of a question as to why should those children be allowed it, but my daughter's not. Is my What's different? Do you see what I mean? It's almost like, it's like a lottery, and that's not fair. This is a child's life. This is my daughter's life. I have to sit and watch her deteriorate. I have to sit and watch her seizure out of control. And people just won't prescribe the medication that she needs. Medicinal cannabis, um, that will basically, will that put an end to it? From what you understand, that will stop the seizures? I hope so. 
There's there's no guarantee, as of any medication, there's never a guarantee, but I hope it will. KMFM News. Elsewhere today, a Kent MP is urging us to stop buying and selling gig tickets on Viagogo. A report from the Digital Culture, Media and Sport Committee says the online marketplace has yet to prove it's a trustworthy operator. Folkestone and Hythe rep Damien Collins chairs the group and told us why this particular website has been singled out. The biggest concern we've got about them in particular is the way they sell tickets in the secondary market. There have been cases where they've sold tickets they've not yet had possession of. Um, There have been cases where basic information, like what the seat number and the row number of the ticket are in the venue, is not disclosed. And also they're not disclosing there is a risk to someone buying a ticket on the secondary market. They won't be let in because the venue doesn't allow resale. Now these are all really important things. People feel they're being ripped off by being sold tickets in this way. It's time the law was properly enforced. And that's why we said in our report that we would recommend to people they use other providers and not Viagogo because we don't regard Viagogo as a safe seller. Michael Duggar, who's chief executive of the industry body UK Music, is welcoming the report's findings. The committee also say that Google need to do more to stop facilitating uh, via Gogo by putting them at the top of their search engines as well. This is ripping off music fans, but it's also money that could be used by fans for other shows and, and that's damaging the industry as well. The report's also suggesting ministers look at relaxing business rates to help keep venues open. Jane Beast from the Roundhouse in Camden says it's a tough market. The closure of so many venues over the last 10, 20 years, not just in London but across the country, has basically meant that we've taken away the source, the lifeblood of of the creative industries. That's where people start out. This is where people hone their craft. Viagogo says it's disappointed with the committee's findings and insists only 1% of customers have problems and that it provides an invaluable service to UK consumers. On to other news now and a man's been in court today charged with murder after another man was shot dead in Maidstone. The victim was found on Cambridge Crescent on Sunday morning and died before paramedics could take him to hospital. Police recovered a gun and arrested a 54-year-old. He's been remanded in custody after appearing before magistrates and is due at Crown Court on Thursday. A former Love Island contestant has set up a petition calling on ITV to provide more support to contestants following the death of former Kent footballer Mike Thalassitis, who also appeared on the show. The 26-year-old was found dead in woods at the weekend. Johnny Mitchell appeared in the same series in 2017. The company's been asked for its response. Unemployment stats out today show a rise in the number of people claiming out-of-work benefits. Last month, 26,895 people were jobless in the county. That's gone up by more than 1,700 compared to January. Nationally, official figures show a record 32.7 million people are now in work. Employment increased by 222,000 between November and January. Meanwhile, the jobless rate fell by 35,000 over the same period period to 1.34 million. And a controversial Kent landlord has criticised the way he was portrayed in a documentary on TV last night about his career. Panorama looked at how Fergus Wilson has evicted tenants so he could sell off his residential properties. The 70-year-old once owned about a thousand homes across Maidstone and Ashford. He's accused the programme makers of bias. If you watched it, you can let us know what you think by commenting on our story at kentonline.co. 
www.kfm.co.uk. That's it for now, but don't forget, for news updates throughout the day, you can listen to KMFM on air online via smart speaker and the KMFM app.